Hi, and welcome to the Home Girls Podcast. We are the women behind the homepage.life, Jenny, Kristen, Rebecca, and Megan. Our podcast is a companion to our mission of the homepage, to come together and learn lost skills for self-sufficiency and freedom in our homes, all of it for our families. We're so glad you're here. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Home Girls from the homepage.life. Tonight, you have got me, Megan, and Kristen. Kristen, say hi. 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 <laughs> so they know I'm not uh, not alone. Um, funny thing, Kristen and I, in real life, used to get confused a lot. Like, people thought that I was her. Other people thought she was me. And like people would come up and be like, oh, congratulations on your sixth baby. And I'll be like, thanks. I'm just on number three. Somebody From- tried to give me a check with your name on it. <laughs> yes. Right. A check with. Yeah, that, that was that was a good one. Oh, not me. Yes. But we do. We do both have dark hair and, and fairer skin. And we're when we're kind of freckly. But I think that's where the similarities end. That's funny. We have a lot in common. We do. We a, yes, we have a lot in common. But if you see, if you're standing us next to each other, it's um, it's very clear that we are two different people, not twins. Um, okay, so we are coming to you tonight to talk through some meal planning slash meal prep ideas, but not in like a systems type way or a really strict and stringent way. Um, both of our houses, we have a lot of kids. <laughs> we've got, we do. We've got yeah, a lot of kids. kids between the two of us, so. That's right. 10 between us. And um, our people enjoy eating. All of our mm. people enjoy the food. Um, and so it does get a little bit tricky sometimes. And It does get monotonous sometimes, like you get stuck in a recipe rut or something like that. Um, But I think that both of us try to minimize waste, maximizing what we've got um, so that we are being good stewards of our resources. Um, And so I, Chris, tell me, have you ever tried like meal systems? Because I know that there's people out there that literally sell how they do meals. Have you ever I done know, anything I've, like that? No, I've always been amazed at those people. Like to me, that's too like in a box. <laughs> yes. For me. And yes. um, and I wouldn't like I wouldn't like that. But I think it's because maybe because of how I store food. Um, or mm-hmm. like keep freezers of meat or I, I don't know, or that I just like to say, I don't really feel like chicken Creole tonight. Actually, I feel like something right. else, you know, I right. don't know. I just, I'm a little more chillax than, yeah. than that. So I haven't, yeah. have you? No, I've never bought one before. Um, now I have looked at people's plans before because I thought oh gosh maybe this would be a good thing for me but um 
in the end, I, I'm like you, I don't love the rigidity, but I also mm. don't love feeling like I've failed at something because I feel like I, um, I do that enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is, you know, another reason why I don't like, I've always been turned off by it is because I felt like, even if they're like, it's all a budget, I felt, I still felt like it was expensive to me right. because right. like, I really am on a budget, <laughs> you know, right. I mean? yes. like when it comes to food. And yes. um, so, yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, $5 per person. That seems like a lot, you know, I don't know. Right. So. Right. Well, and I think that when you're getting started with anything, there can be more mm -hmm. upfront costs than it seems potentially. Mm -hmm. And, right. you know, cause I maybe didn't have Anna's stars hole in my cabinet, you know, like that's exactly. and those are expensive. So if you have a recipe that you have to have that for, um, so maybe that's part of it is that, mm -hmm. um, I felt like it needed to be all or nothing. And, but that might be my personality too. Like if I do a thing, I want to follow it to the it. T. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to exactly. win. <laughs> I'm going to do this stuff right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, um, I love it. So that, I, that, yeah, that is kind of me, but, <laughs> but it, there have been a few seasons in both of our lives where um, sitting down and meal planning a something me, mm -hmm. like doing a bunch of meals at once is mm -hmm. and putting them in the freezer or, or just kind of prepping them is a huge gift. And for you and I both, that's been when we were pregnant and yeah. we needed to just have a whole bunch of food ready to go. That was easy because you, you both you and I have rough, first trimesters and, and sometimes into second and it's really, really tough. Um, and, that's and so, true. yeah, that's been the only times that I have really done kind of a meal plan. And, and I don't even know if you'd call it that it was really just making a whole bunch of food before I got too sick to do. <laughs> exactly. I, I remember doing that with Griffin that you and I had done it and I did it before Rowan and Lincoln, right? Too, I just by myself just like pounded them out. Like, okay, we're gonna go, before I have to feed them Cracker Barrel or Applebee's every night, right? Right. <laughs> oh my goodness, because I know I can't cook then. So yes, during different times, mainly pregnancy, and it mainly because I actually feel pretty good after I have my babies. Um, and right. of course, you know, we've had communities where churches or friends would bring meals maybe for a couple of weeks after that anyway, but that first trimester has always been the kicker for me for sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but there are some things in my kitchen that I do on a regular basis. Like, okay. Can I tell you that the other day Lincoln was like, mom, maybe you should start making big breakfast. Like. Um, like Megan does. Oh gosh. Yeah. My people love the breakfast. That's for sure. I was like, well, that's not what this mom does. I, and I thought it was very, very cute, but because that's I sweet. know that is a thing that you guys, that you guys do there. Yeah. But I do not do big 
breakfast. If we're going to do a big breakfast meal, we do it at dinner time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Dinner oh, time yeah. The big meal that I make a day. So yeah. breakfast, I always have things prepped for breakfast yeah. that are easy nice. to go. So I always have, I always have a bunch of sourdough bread that people can make breakfast sandwiches. And I always have bags of bagels that are in the fridge or frozen for, mm-hmm. for bagel sandwiches or bagels and cream cheese or something of that nature. Um, we always um, have um, bags of pancakes in the freezer or in bags of muffins in the freezer. Like I always have quick, easy breakfast ready to go because to me, morning is, can be a stressful time. And Mm -hmm. I know if I get ahead of it, that that really streamlines my day. Do you know what I mean? Like I can get things done in the morning before they start school. And um, I don't have to fuss with, what do you want? You know, they can all Mm -hmm. heat it up themselves. Because glory be, I'm out of space. They can all get it together themselves. (laughs) Right. Yes. I never thought I would be able to say that. (laughs) I know. That was a long (laughs) season for you. But um, but it does feel kind of like freedom in the morning for me at this at this point in time too. Yeah, I also that's awesome. always need bulk snacks um, mm-hmm. because I don't like to fuss with those either, and I don't like to have lots of junk snacks on hand that are mm-hmm. store bought. You know what I mean? I so do. I always like to have like some little sweet things. Like um, I do lots of like paleo type things that freeze really well. Like I re- we really like thin mints here. Oh, yes. And they're actually really easy and wholesome, uh, surprisingly. Or like something nut butter based or protein balls. I think that's a family favorite of you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh my gosh, right now my kids are in a big fruit leather kick. And so my dehydrator has been something yes your dehydrator has been on for like two months straight at this point (laughs) well and that's another we really my kids love dehydrated fruit and i i love for them to eat that so during when fruit is in season i really pump that out and i i throw it into mylar bags and my kids are very very happy they can go grab a bag whenever they want one um, and they'll eat on it for, you know, a week or two at a time. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Those are some things I was thinking about that I do for those types of meals. Right. So what do you think something that helps, like, is there something that you do at the beginning of a week for dinner time meals? When you're thinking about, do, do you write things down or do you kind of like everyday life? Today it's vegetable soup. <laughs> right. Well, or- yeah. So I, I do. So the way that you kind of batch in a big way snacks, I do soups and right. I, <laughs> I, my, my capability of filling whatever <laughs> vessel I have put the on top. the stove is, is, I don't want to say legendary, but I definitely, <laughs> it's, it's getting, I'm getting a reputation for the soup You are being like all the way to the very tip, tip top. Like maybe your ladle is actually going to push it over. <laughs> Sometimes you look at it and you're like, no, 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 there's space. <laughs> right. No, it's fine. It's fine. I, 
I know this salt is going to fit. I know it is. Um, but so I'm, I'm like that because I love being able to just throw, um, whatever soup it is in mugs for my kids. I don't even get bowls out for soups usually. Um, and then just, just keep, keep moving. Like I either cut up sourdough bread and throw some cheese on it and we do cheese toast in soup, or I can grill up some sandwiches. It just, um, it's nice to always have a soup in the fridge. Um, now my kids might disagree because it can take us a while to get through it. <laughs> but that's that's one of the things that I do really I almost always have some soup in the fridge for that. Um right. but then bread is the same. Like I always have some bread that is available to go with the soup. Exactly. Um or sandwiches, like my kids love sandwiches. So that's, that's a staple here. But um, I think that breakfast is, is one of those things we do breakfast up big here. Like you said, like yeah. Lincoln said, um, yeah. we do, <laughs> we do a lot hey, of mom. eggs. Yeah. Hey mom. Um, a <laughs> lot of eggs, a lot of sausage or bacon or yeah. um, pancakes. And I even um, like I'll throw protein powder in pancake mix because um that helps (laughs) cut down on the sheer volume that they can eat in one sitting because i've made it a little bit more substantial with some protein and Mm -hmm. you know not just pure sugar because of course they're pouring the syrup on um and and it sticks with them a little longer exactly yeah, exactly. It, it keeps them full a little bit longer. Um, but I think there's a, there's a couple of things that I want to highlight um, that I actually learned from you many years ago. Um, you used to have the up on your the board in your kitchen, you used to have like a list of meals. And, and I still do. Yeah, you still do. Okay. So I still do. This is how this is this is what I do up on my whiteboard. So same sort of setup. I will write the things that I think I'm gonna make that week. Now, yeah, but okay. there's not a hard and fast like I'm I must stick to this because my calendar says that this day we are eating this. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I have and especially because it's CSA season. So, you know, community supported mm-hmm. agriculture. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the CSA that we pick up every week and it's different every week what we get in. And it's a surprise. And it's a surprise. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and so I actually am not doing this planning on like a Sunday night, like maybe mm-hmm. some more organized individuals do. I'm going to do it Tuesday night when my, when I pick up my CSA and I see what I've got. Um, and so I'll, I'll try to use up all of the fresh stuff from the CSA, but then also what's coming out of my garden. And mm-hmm. so that, that's what ends up driving a lot of the menu at this time of year. So mm-hmm. I'm really, really thankful for that, but it does, it does shift, you know, what the typical meals are in, in that fresh veggie direction, which is mm-hmm. lovely, which is wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, so just kind of to explain, Kristen has 
these little pieces of paper, almost like note card size and note card size. And then she has like a list of like 10 meals. And those are Mm -hmm. the things that she knows that she has ingredients for. So, you know, spaghetti and meatballs or, Mm -hmm. um, uh, sausage gravy and biscuits. That's a fa- I know that's a favorite in your house and mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 then Korean beef bowls and whole roasted chicken, or more recently duck for the foresight. Yes. <laughs> um, and so you know, there's this list of all of these meals, yeah. and then you look at it and you say, which one do I feel like having tonight? Yeah. Not I, this is what I'm making tonight. The end black and white. It's more like, okay, here's what I've got. What maybe needs yeah. to be used up first. And it's so much more flexible. So you've got a plan, but you also have the ability to say that meal is going to take me 20 minutes. That meal is going to take me two hours. So that's going to get pushed to another day. Um, exactly. and so you're able to more customize it to what your life looks like in that day. So who taught you to do that? Because it has, it, you know, all those years ago when I saw it, that that was the way that you did it and I adopted it here. Where did you learn it? I, I don't, I really am not sure about that because I've done it for such a, such a long period of time. And it's kind of morphed over the years. Like I also always keep, a very big master list of mm-hmm. foods that I probably have almost everything on hand for. Like at any, sure. and it's like favorite. Like yeah. so that if we get in a really big rut, I'll I'll look at it and be like, oh my gosh, we haven't made taquitos in forever, but we right. keep having chicken tacos. We should totally make taquitos because that'll change it up. Do you know what I mean? And yes, so, I do. Or um, so I have like a it group by ground beef things or egg based or pork based or chicken based. And so like something that I, I will do a lot of times at the beginning of a week is I'll just like go through my freezers and grab out a bunch of meat. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll get a whole chicken and Mm -hmm. a pound of ground beef, which doesn't go very far. Let's face that. Right. Um, Right. You mean like three pounds. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, maybe I'll get a pork loin. And do you know what I mean? And so oh, yeah. that way, another thing I could do is just write down the meat that I have fine right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I could, um, I could on a certain night see that that pork loin is, is about thaw or thawed. Okay. So mm-hmm. I can go to my to my master list and I can say, okay, so we could have roast pork or we could do some barbecue or we could do um, like pork bulgogi. Oh, we haven't had that for a long time. That sounds really good. Do you know right. what I mean? So that yes. still isn't that restrictive, but I know that that is something that I could easily make. Do you see what I'm saying? So there's still yes. options around that meat product. How about yes. that? Yeah. So that's still freedom. Or I found that freedom with sourdough too. Mm -hmm. I always like to have something fermenting. Like tortillas are fermenting. So I could definitely have some sort of a taco thing this year or this week, you know. Right. Um, Pizza dough is fermenting. So definitely stromboli or pizza or whatever 
pizza pocket, you know, yes. that even garlic, bre- you know, garlic breadsticks or something could happen with that dough. Um, right. So some, something like that fermenting gives a lot of freedom to, especially when you understand long fermentation and that it can probably sit in there for a while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, yes. on you, you know. Pasta yeah. too. Oh my goodness, pasta will last for a long time in the fridge. Yeah. So. Right, right. Yeah, it is. That is something that you know you taught me, and we've added to our house. Gosh, it's probably been a year and a half or so ago mm-hmm. that that I learned um, sourdough from you, and it does open up this whole new world of readiness like you've got yeah. something at all times waiting to be baked so for me it's the same sort of thing like I've always got a pie crust ready I've always got yeah. a um I've always got bread dough ready I've always got pizza dough ready I most likely also always have a hamburger roll oh yeah ready like and and in a rotation obviously there's only so much space in the fridge but but there is something always available that I could turn into almost any meal and that's been um like you said free very freeing so Mm -hmm. I think that another thing you and I have found as 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 our larders have gotten larger you really the sky's on the limit a little bit, you know, because you are prepared with things that are in your own home. You're not necessarily running to the grocery store for every single recipe to get the things because you've already prepped, you know, that your family is going to eat, you know, however many jars of spaghetti sauce, which you and I both this week got some tomatoes. Thank you, Chastity. Um, from, uh, up in Newmarket. (laughs) And um, being able to to have tomato sauce literally for a year, um, yeah. it sets you up for all of those dishes being available to you just whenever you decide to make them. So that 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 portion of homemaking um, has been has been really really great that you're not feeling like you're always tied to a list or the grocery store. I mean, a hundred percent. In fact. The way I shop now, because I do keep a larder, is I replace what I use. Mm-hmm. And it's very rare that I'm just buying a special ingredient. Like, like I would consider like maybe shrimp a special ingredient. Do right. you know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. this is, somebody wants shrimp tacos for their birthday. You know what I mean? Like, right. ooh, it's very special. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So, do you know what I mean by that, though? Like, yes. there are certain things I don't stock, which I would consider specialty ingredients, like not super necessary, don't have to have that. Yeah. Um, and then there are things that I know they're, they're always there. And when I use a bag of almond flour or something like that, it goes on my on my list to purchase yes. the next time I shop, whenever that may be. And it's right. not even a hurry. Do you know what I mean? Because I've right. got a little bit of a backstop of whatever it may be. Yes. Canned meat is another thing. That comes in clutch for me. I'm not going to lie. Yes. It, and the more I use it, the more I think of ways to use it. <laughs> yeah. 
that always sounds like a funny thing. But man, my my family loves canned pork. They love it. They mm-hmm. love um, canned um, beef, like a like a roast um, or mm-hmm. venison that mm-hmm. you can just spread right up, or it just makes soup a big pot of soup really really quick and really delicious. Just right. a couple of jars of something I've already put on myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can throw together a soup in absolutely no time. I can throw together some pork tacos or some shredded beef tacos in absolutely no time or biscuits and gravy or sausage casserole because I've put in a little bit of time ahead and canned that meat. I know canned meat, like when you first start to think about it, it's like, what? There's a weird factor to it. Yeah, and and it's what, not the prettiest when it's in the yeah, can. My like, you don't want to take a pretty picture like you do your pickles. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're not. They are not Instagram worthy jars. You're gonna need no. to put them in the back. You, just, just saying. You hide those. Yeah. You hide those. Yes, they're very valuable, yeah, you know but they are. They are. <laughs> if you're going for any sort of aesthetic, the canned meat is in the back, friends. Okay. Oh, but we're not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that because then you yeah. don't really see. Um, that's a great exactly. idea. So, um. But I think it's important to say whatever sorts of thoughts we may have had about canned meat, it is not spam. It is not like it's we're not talking about that kind of canned meat. It's literally you have put it in a mason jar and processed it yourself at home. And the difference between those two things is night and day because I think some people think canned meat, a spam is what comes to people's mind. And that's, you know, that's maybe apocalypse food. Yeah, plopping like slowly out of a jar yeah right no. in the same That's shape that it went is. in yeah you when you open it you are like oh yeah this is for sure pork and yes oh it smells good and beautiful you know yes oh yeah I'm telling you if I made pork nachos for my kids every night they'll be thrilled pork tacos yeah yep. pork and rice my people love that stuff I can't wait to we butcher these things because it makes so much of it. Oh my so gosh, that's so true. It's so easy, it's so quick, and it's very versatile. Once you start, like I said, once you start to use it, you start to think of other ways to use the can. Right. So, and not to mention the fact that it takes, you get your freezer space back. My goodness. I'm t- for the good stuff. For right. the whole chickens that you want to roast, or yes. the you know the things that do take up a lot of space. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, for the things that you really want to eat fresh. So, right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that um, you know, with meal planning stuff, obviously, whatever system works in your own home, fabulous. Run with it. And share it with other people in case it works for them too. Um, but sometimes I think flexibility um, and and options in your own home that you that you've kind of built up a store of 
um, are key. I think those are the two things that make meal planning less stressful and mm-hmm. um, make it a much easier a much easier thing in your life because let's be honest, these people, they want to eat three times a day and sometimes five or six. So (laughs) this is a skill that we've got to learn whether we want to or not. I know. And it's good. It's very good. I think that you and I both tease each other like, we do the food. We do the food. Yes, we do the food. Yes, yes. We do the food. My, I had a, I, we had a friend come in town this um, past weekend who she's got two kids and she's got one boy and one girl. And she looked at my kids and it'd been a bit since we'd been able to get together. So they'd shot up They're you know, some of them are taller than I am now. And um, she looked at me, she goes, Oh my God, how are you feeding them? And I was like, I'm canning and gardening like you would not believe because they they, they enjoy the food. <laughs> I do the thing. They eat the food. They eat the food. And then, you know, when you're trying to save money, you're eating at home as well. And so that compounds how many meals you're having to plan. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you are if you can have some joy in it. And maybe some flexibility and freedom and maybe yeah. not put yourself in a legalistic place. I think yeah. that's a good place to be. I totally agree. Very good place to be. Well, Chris, thank you so much for coming on and, and chatting about more flexible meal planning. But um, thank you all those years ago for, for teaching me about that list. Oh, that it's, that it, it has been a huge blessing in my life for all these years. Yay, that makes me so happy. I yes. love it. It has been for me. Too. I wish I could remember how I, I like I said, it's all everything's an evolution. It is. Home, You're right. Right. <laughs> You're right about that. Oh. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for jumping in and, and listening to us talk about some of the, the tricks that we use to make meal planning a little bit more um, efficient and more joyful in our homes, please let us know if there is anything um, that you do that you want to share with other people that has been life-changing in your own home, because that is what we're all about. Okay. We will be back next week. Um, The new podcast drops every Monday. So we hope that you come back and join us. We also hope that you will go to um, the homepage.life so that you can see what we are all about. Because also we like to share the recipes there. Yes, we do. All right, Kristen and Megan signing off. Have a good one. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Home Girls podcast. Be sure to join our community at thehomepage.life. We'll be back next Monday with our next episode. Sending love from our homes to yours. Mm-hmm.